What's up, guys? Before we get into today's episode, just want to give you a quick reminder that we have some fun new four-year anniversary celebratory totes that we came out with. These are our Therapy is Hot totes, and they're black with an orange flame and just so much fun. And Taryn and I are just so excited and stoked that you guys have been with us for four years. Yes, so go ahead and head to our website. We have a a couple fun things on there if you're Mm -hmm. feeling frisky, want to buy some stuff. And um, yeah, we just are so beyond thankful for all the support for all these years, years, actual literal years. years. So stop what you're doing, head over to our website and get yourself a new tip. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Kayla, does my hair look fine? Okay. I woke up with a little... <laughs> little cowlick. I do little not see the spot. <laughs> Can that be the R. intro? R. That was great. We need to... <laughs> she knows you so well. <laughs> she knew exactly what you were specify, looking out for. It's not a specific spot, but that two episodes. We need to look back, and I just want to post like a screenshot of it. because Wait, can I we had... actually post it? Because you've worked so hard to hide it in every episode. No, I work hard to prevent that from happening. Yeah. But it happened, and it's funny. But (laughs) if I can not show my scalp (laughs) during the whole episode. And what's really sad is I spent so much time that day curling my hair. Mm -hmm. And you know, Mm -hmm. I never do my hair. So the fact that I had done my hair and... I obviously just didn't separate my curls enough. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's what was so funny about this specific instance of your scalp showing on camera was because normally I'll be like, well, Taryn, you probably should have done your hair. (laughs) But this was one of those days where you had done your hair. I look so nice. And then you just see this like shiny (laughs) white spot just like staring. And we recorded two episodes. That yes, day. it was back to back. And Rough. and if you guys uh, want to go check it out, <laughs> you should go look. It'll for be on the Taren internet Scalp on YouTube with, with all of my other embarrassing moments, <laughs> just for everyone to see. Ah, hello, love technology. <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome hey back to Unsolicited <laughs> Advice. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn, and uh, we're here to advise you as per usual. Yeah, we're doing great. I. I woke up in a great mood today, and I I, I think it's because Taryn spent the night last night. I was going to say, who who was in your bed? Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> we <laughs> just, like, literally did nothing last night. We had every intention of, like, sitting on the couch and, like, watching a show or a movie and, like, ended up not watching anything because we just talked the whole time. And yeah. then my dog, Chloe, my little shit, Sue. Um, my little shit. <laughs> 
we she, should, can can you can we please post the photo, the video of her where her like tongue is out yeah. and she looks super yeah, drugged because yeah, yeah. that was. So um, funny. she had to go. She's fine. She is healthy and well, but she had to go un- under for some surgery. She had to get some teeth pulled, and then she's at that age where dogs get like little bumps. So she had to get one of those removed, and she is just down bad right now. Yeah, she's not doing too. She's hot. not doing great. So um, she has the cone of shame on, yeah. and it was sad. So me, Taryn, and Chloe were all in bed together, and we had every intention again of like watching a movie. Like at first it was going to be a movie, and then I was like, okay, let's do a show, and then. It was getting later, and I was like, hey, a lighter show. Let's do, like, Br- Great British Bake Off. And we didn't even watch that. Like, we just kept talking the whole time. Yeah. Um, so well, it was so fun. Which leads me to a story about how Ashley shattered my hopes and dreams last night. So I feel like Did this. I? Yeah. You're going to laugh because you know, you'll know you know what I'm talking about in a second. This is, like, the perfect. If I had to just, like, show an instance of, like, our friendship uh-huh. and the difference between me and you. Uh-huh. This would be it. I don't even know where you're going with this. So we're laying in bed. Ashley's like getting tired. I start watching a video on my phone and it's just like this girl talking. And um, it's like, it's just like whatever. I'm just like watching it. It's going and Ash turns and she goes, I love talking. And I, because I'm always just seeking any ounce of attention and affection from Ash. Validation. I look at her and I reach out and so sweetly I like put my arm on her arm. I was like, I love talking to you too. But like full picture, I hadn't finished talking yet. Like I, I, I said, so I said, I love talking. And then Taryn immediately, like I went to take a breath and Taryn immediately goes, I love talking to you too. And I was like, I'm not nay-day. Shoot. That's <laughs> no. not at all. It was so funny though, but she couldn't, she couldn't just throw me that bone. She had to sit there. And be like quiet. And then she starts giggling. And I look at her. I'm like, what? And she's like, I was just going to say, like, I love talking to, like, fall to sleep to, like, your video. <laughs> and I was just like, uh-oh. <laughs> and then we just both, love, like, died. <laughs> I love, like, nothing makes me fall asleep faster than listening to, like, a monochromatic podcast or, like, yeah. or, like a video where, where they're just kind of, like, casually talking. There, there's not a lot of, like, emotion. Yeah. It, it's like sitting in a classroom for me. Like it just immediately puts me to sleep. It gets you. Wow. <laughs> and that's what I was trying to say before Taryn interrupted wow. me because she thought I was, you know, being lovey. Complimenting her. <laughs> I was I, like, I, no, I, I probably too. wouldn't have said anything except for how funny it no, was. No, it was funny. Because then I started laughing and then I had to tell her the truth. So <laughs> I'm so sorry yeah, I shattered your hopes and dreams. Nana. But anyways, all that to say, I woke up in a very great mood yeah. and I woke up singing. Hillary Duff. Yeah, you did. Like in my head. Like yeah, I did. just it was like the first thing that came in my head and I just woke up and I was I was thinking of like Cinderella's story and then I just I looked at Taryn and I was like did you ever listen to Hillary Duff as a kid? And she goes, "Of course." And I was like, "What kind of question is that?" I just wanted like, to confirm. Our era, every girl I just wanted to confirm. To she was my Miley. So I immediately put on the song cuz you know when you wake up and you, you like hear that song in yeah. your head, you have to play it to like get it out of your system. Well, it's not out of my system. I'm still thinking about it right now. No, we listen to it in the car too. <laughs> and it put me in the best mood and I'm having just a great day and I just want to share that. Yeah, you definitely are, Ash. You definitely are. Are you not? Um, I'm having a great day. Our Because I thought was... we were on the same page. No, our sleepover was so fun. Um, I love when we both, I feel like it's rare that we both are... I think we both are very easily swayed 
mm-hmm. to do whatever the other person wants to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know how certain friends, like, you go and they're like, no, I want to go out. And you're like, oh, I'm tired. And they're like, no, get your clothes on. We're going out. Like, me and you are so easily, like, if I walk in and I'm tired and you're like, oh, do you want to go out? I'll be like, okay. Or if you're like, hey, can we just, like, not go and chill on the couch? I'm like, okay. Yeah. And, like, you're the same. So it was just so funny because the whole night you'd be like, let's do this. Actually, what if we do this? Actually, and so I just was like, kind of just like following you around. What's funny is the original plan was for you to come to an event with yeah. me, and then I messaged you like late the night before and was like, "Hear me out, hear me out. I don't want to <laughs> go anymore." <laughs> but then we were recording our episode extra early today, so I was like, "Why don't you come spend the night anyways? Yeah, so you don't have to like deal with traffic, and you can come like later." And so, anyways, it worked out. We had a fun sleepover. Yeah, and we did. <laughs> That's that's all. That's the end of my <laughs> that's the end of my story. The end of the my story. great morning story. Um, I I had I feel like I'm like always talking about doctor stuff, but <laughs> I had are. another incident. Uh, health update, dude. Dear God, I Wait, should start a like segment. a health podcast. That's <laughs> yeah. just like here's how to avoid narrowly dying. Yeah, <laughs> but um, no. So my my family had like the weirdest thing passing through everyone. Like mm-hmm. everyone got it, and it was. All it was was like no other symptoms except your throat, mm-hmm. and it was like tonsils, your uvula. uvula. What's it called? I think that's right. Uvula. U- uvula. The uvula. Little, the little punching bag thing. Mm-hmm. Um, super swollen mm-hmm. to the point where, like, literally, like when you're talking, you sound like someone who, who has like tonsillitis, Oof. and it's just like sore to like swallow and whatever. But there's nothing else, just fever in that, right? Mm-hmm. So. Every single person who got it went into the doctor, got antibiotics within a day, was better. Yeah. So I started feeling it, and it's so specific, right? Like, I've had strep throat, I've had COVID, I've had the flu. It's not that. Like, it's very specifically just that swollen feeling. Right. So I go into the doctor, and I don't know if you've been in a doctor's office recently, but there are like 50,000 signs that say like antibiotics are not for everything. Like, yeah. what's the difference between, and I get it. Like people people go in and they're just like, give me antibiotics, I feel sick. I get it, I yeah. get it. Yeah. But at you the same your, time- You want your immunity system to learn how to fight something. Absolutely. I understand. Absolutely. But at the same time, like I was like being so specific. I'm like, you don't understand. Every single person is the same exact thing. Like blah, 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 blah. They still made me do like 20 tests. I was gagging left and right because they kept sticking cotton swabs down my throat. (laughs) I bit one of them. Like I was just like not having a good day. Like the worst COVID test I've ever had. She for sure touched brain. (laughs) And every single test came back negative. And I would just look at him and be like, yep, yep. Like every time it was negative, (laughs) negative, negative. And then he at the end he was like, you know, I'm just going to give you um, ibuprofen and just like do like throat lozenges Mm -hmm. and I was like so upset like I left crying I was just like frustrated because you know when you're like you're not listening to me like that's how I felt yeah so what happens that night I my throat swelled swelled what is what in the English language swelled swole swelled whatever um so intense that I was literally gagging on air (laughs) like I could not like everything was just like touching things that it was just terrible and so and then my ears started hurting I was just like crying the whole night I was in so much pain and then I called to get an appointment they were like oh 
she has an appointment in like a week and a half. And I was like, no, I'll be dead by then. Yeah. So then I finally like had to go to urgent care again, wait like an abnormal amount of time. And this guy, I was like, listen, like I feel like I'm not being listened to. Yeah. And I understand antibiotics are not for everyone. Like mm -hmm. I get it. And you could tell he was just like, yeah. Hi, nice to meet you too. Because I yeah. was just like, look. I was yeah. like, look. <laughs> um, look at it. So finally, he like gives me this whole spiel about antibiotics and how like my specific instance is like rare. And I was mm -hmm. like, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And so finally, he prescribed me antibiotics. I was like so happy. I took the horse tranquilizer, choked on it, of course, because my throat like had no opening. And then within, I'm not joking, like four hours. Better. I felt amazing. Yeah. Like immediately I felt a difference. And now I'm like thriving. But three days ago, I thought I was going to die. Well, it's crazy you say that because I uh, I think I s kind of mentioned this in the podcast, but I was when I was in South Africa for that wedding, I got really sick. Mm -hmm. And I, after like five days of being sick, went to the doctor because we were about to head on a bus, a two hour drive deeper into the country for like the actual wedding yeah. into the, like the winery and this it's more of a secluded area like not in the big city like Cape Town so I go to the doctor on my very last day and I'm like hey I need some medication like I've been down bad for five days and I still have another five days to go and I don't want to like be a mess like this entire time yeah um and she gives me the same thing she's like well I really think we should try this first and she kind of like I was having stomach problems, so she like pokes my stomach a little bit. Does this hurt? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> You're like, everything hurts. <laughs> and she's like, well, I'd really rather you start on this first, and hopefully, you know, this will get you back on track. And I was like, and my non-confrontational self, I it's should hard. have dropped. I should have stood firm and been like, it's hard though. But I should have been like, hey, I'm traveling. I'm not from here. Like. I I'm, I'm shocked I even got in to see you. Like, I want to make sure that I feel good the rest of this trip. I'm here for a long time. It's hot. Yeah. Like, I don't want, you know, I should have said that, but I didn't. And I ended up being sick for, like, a good, like, three, four more days. And then um, I finally took my friend TK, who she's been on the podcast before. You guys know her. I ended up stealing because she had packed a Z-Pack. Yeah. With her. A lot of people travel with yes. Z-Packs. And case, yeah. I... Felt horrible because there was still a huge chance that she could have gotten it. Yeah. But I was like, hi, can I have that? No, I'm like dying. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, you you need it. And I was yeah. like, I'm I'm praying every morning and night that you do not yeah. catch whatever everyone is getting. And she didn't, thank God. But the the second I took the first pill within, um, I think within six hours, I felt extremely better. No, it's nuts. It's crazy. It's nuts. So yeah. God bless antibiotics. And <laughs> I know they're not for everyone and for everything, but when you know, you know. And I think yeah. your body tells you. And yeah, it's hard because you know, like, all the nut jobs, like, ruin it for people <sighs> like us. They ruin it. Like, and it's so hard because I'm like, I know Dr. whatever the frick his name was. I know you don't know me, but, like, yeah. part of me wanted to be like, look, like, I'm actually really tough. Like, I'm not... I'm not a whiner. I'm not a like, oh, I'm in so much pain. Like, I'm going to call out for work. I've literally only called out for work the, this week mm -hmm. and maybe twice before. And that was because someone died and I had strep throat. Yeah. Like, I literally don't. My voice don't. just cracked so yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I literally don't. Like, I was raised. My dad was like, if you're going to keep crying, then, like, we're going home. Like, are you. This is after I got hit in the mouth of a ball. Like, yeah. Either, like, 
knock those teeth out and get back in the game or we're going to go home, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. that's how I was raised. So I'm like, I know, I know you don't know me. <laughs> But like I'm not a baby, and like, I'm, listen, I'm actually doctor, kind of smart. Like I'm a trooper. Yeah, <laughs> I am smart. You may than have you. not heard, <laughs> but I get it because people are, you know, crazy. But yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah. so wild. But no, only you I'm, know your body. Yesterday, I was like, I felt like I had a soundtrack in my head. Yeah. I was freaking. Was it Hillary Duff? At me, I was like, <laughs> no, I'm thinking it was more like something from like Mary Poppins. It was very oh, like chipper. Yeah, and I was like. So nice to everyone because I was just like so happy and alive because yeah. I literally thought I was gonna die. Oh, man, yeah, that's wild. I know. Anyways, what? Any new things with you? Uh, no, not really. I um, oh, update on my shoulder. My bone is healed. Yeah, it is. Fracture is healed, Woo-hoo. which is very exciting. So now I'm just in uh, PT working on my muscles because uh, it was my shoulder was immobilized for two months, so my muscles are just like out. Yeah, <laughs> movement. <laughs> No, that can so, happen. You yeah. can like walk up. I've been um I've been going to the gym and uh doing my like cardio like on the treadmill just like easily like walking uphill and stuff like that. But then part of my like workout routine now is going to like the stretch mat area and I get like the resistance bands and I get one of those big balls and everyone over there is like planking and crunching and like doing all these intense things and I'm just over here like stretching my shoulder. You're like, <laughs> it's so funny because it's like these guys and girls that are going so hard and I love that for them yeah but then I'm over here looking like I'm dying like in pain just stretching my arm out and bringing it back in like nice and slowly stretching it out and bringing it back in and it's been like this whole like funny situation because every time I'll see people just kind of glance at me and just be like what's she actually doing isn't it like those scenarios, you wish you could just have a sign that says like, "I am Hi, injured. I went through something." That yeah. was when I went to the Charger game after my surgery. Yeah, I literally would take like four steps and have to stop and hold on to the Oof. rail and be like, <gasps> "You really like, should not have been there." No, I should not. If ask. you had fallen over, you could have no. sued them. It was actually it was, maybe it was brilliant. You went. No, it if was you had the worst. It was the worst idea, but also I had so much fun with Ryan. But um. I, I remember one time, like, I saw this person, like, looking at me, like, oh, someone's out of shape. <laughs> Does Not, it, and it doesn't help, like, like, thinking you're drunk. Like, I would have probably been like, ooh, yeah. honey can't hold her but liquor. When you're, when you're curvier and, and you do get out of breath. That's, like, the first thought. It's something that you're, like, I know people are, like, oh, she's out of shape. And it's annoying because you're, mm. like, no, like, I, I just did this or I just did this. Yeah. Like, you're, like, do you see this Band-Aid yeah. on my neck? <laughs> but I literally, one lady, she she was giving me this weird, like, condescending like look and I turned and I was like oh I just had like major surgery and like she looked at my neck and was like oh honey like are you okay like do you need help I was like don't freaking stare at me don't honey me yeah I have to take a break every four honey. you don't know me girl I always hate when women specifically say stuff like that because it feels very like demeaning hun hun is the worst yeah Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Well, let's go ahead and get into a tearing it up. You guys know this is one of my favorite segments. Yeah, it is. Um, this is for you guys to send in funny stories. So if you have a funny story, if something funny just happened to you or someone you know, please take the time to write it into us because these things make it. my day. They we make my absolute it. day. Uh, so let's get into it. Ladies with two heart emojis next to it. <laughs> I just want to send in a little tearing it up. I love attention so if you guys want to share this on the pod that would be awesome (laughs) no no I'm just kidding I think this is just actually a really goofy story so I am an Enneagram 2 and she adds in parentheses hey "Hey, girly pop slay girl boss Taryn (laughs) should I put that in my bio I was gonna say is that your full name Mm -hmm. girly pop slay girl boss Taryn I am a girl boss I'm super outgoing and click with anyone. I'm especially outgoing when I am meeting new people and have someone with me I am already comfortable with. Ugh. That's you. That's so me. That's you. I I think I am my shyest by myself, which, backstory, I just went on a trip by myself and I was very proud of myself. Yeah. It was a brand trip. I didn't have a plus and I thought I handled it really well. Good job. But that just goes to show like how much I love having a plus there because- it gets rid of that awkwardness. So oh, totally. I, I completely understand what she's saying. For this story, my sister is the person I already know. And I'm meeting her close friends. I've always been the annoying little sister, but my sister has learned to deal with it and with me. And now we're best friends. My sister is in college in Virginia, and I'm still in high school in Wisconsin. So my sister and I always FaceTime. Last year, she became super close with two sisters who go to college with her. As me being outgoing, we made a group chat with the four of us because she thought it would be fun for all of us to get to know each other. We would always joke around, but remember that it was all over text. The sisters came to Wisconsin over the summer, so it was my first time meeting them. The day I met them, I put on a nice outfit and wore the cutest jeans I owned. I, all caps, loved these jeans, but they were a little small for me. Every time I wore them to school, I got compliments, even from the teachers. And you already know I love compliments. (laughs) But anyway, we were all in our family room kind of showing off tricks. I used to dance and I'm able to do the basic cartwheel and other moves and stuff like that. But I love to show off my worm. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm able to go from a handstand into the worm. That's very Magic Mike. That is very Magic Mike and also uh, really hard. So impressive. Yeah. Can you imagine if I tried to do that? I would break my neck. <laughs> break my break other shoulder things. and yeah. my neck. Shoulder out and neck <laughs> tweaked. So I decided to show the new girls who I just met my favorite trick. As I kicked up for the handstand, it was silent. And all you could hear was the tear of my new of my favorite jeans. Oh, I right? didn't think about the kick up. I was like, I... I predicted she ripped her pants, uh-huh. but I was like, you can't really rip your pants during the worm, but I didn't think about the kick up. The kick up. That's basically the a split was in the air. Yeah. yeah. Right down the freaking crack. I was humiliated, oh but also I didn't really care that much because they were such chill people, but like they could also see my butt crack if I stood up. <laughs> <laughs> so I slid to the stairs on my back so they wouldn't see any crack and ran upstairs and changed. Luckily, it was all good, and I still love these girls. Hopefully, you liked my tearing it up. Um, and then she adds, literally, tearing it up. <laughs> oh, and also, the other morning, I was picking up something from the ground and split another pair of jeans right down the crack. Those pants were baggy, too. 
Girl. <laughs> but whatever. My butt's just too big. Here are the pics of my awesome, lovely Daisy jeans and other jeans. <laughs> and this is the best part of the whole. I, this is the best part of the whole story. <laughs> Wait, where'd it go? Oh, her face. That's and a huge rip. For, for the listeners. Yeah, I am immediate. I'm going to ask her. For the listeners, it literally goes from crotch to like the back of your butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a tiny crack and it's not a little one like on your butt or something like that. It's like the entire crotch area is open. Wow, wow, wow. It's so insane. Then those are just pictures of her. Oh, my Another, gosh. She like blurred out her actual butt so you can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> That's the other pair. Oh my gosh! Ah, uh, you know what? You're in high school. This is what happens when uh, your hips start coming in. <laughs> yeah, it all goes downhill. You start hitting a certain age, and all of a sudden, your butt like gets bigger. Your hips get bigger. I remember looking down in high school and then just seeing stretch marks on my cheeks and being like, "When did those get no, there?" <laughs> no, I've, I think I've talked about it on here when I was a freshman. The our senior class was like. It was so many hot boys, like, and they all played football, like, they were all, like, friends, and I remember one of them, one time I was, like, walking down the hall, and he was, like, booty, and I, like, turned around, because I was, like, who's he talking to, and then they they were all looking at me, and they were, like, what's up, booty, and that became my nickname, oh, which no. was, like, so embarrassing, but now I look back, I'm, like, dang, why didn't you embrace that, like, try to date one of them, you know? Yeah, right. I was so shy, but I remember running to the bathroom, and looking in the mirror and being like, where did that come from? Like, my butt got, like, so big out of nowhere. Well, I guess it was always there. But, like, it was very curve defined. Curvy. Yeah. In the best way, as butts should be. Yeah. And now it, it's it's got a mind of its own. <laughs> it's growing. More cheeks and more cheeks. <laughs> more cheeks day. and more cheeks. Yeah. Um, anyways, thank you for sending in your turn it up. Also, again, guys, just want to really reiterate this. Please send in your funny stories. These make my, honestly, the whole episode for me. I love the tearing it up. So please send them them in. Okay. Should we get into Uh, probably my story? It's what everyone's waiting for us to do. I'm feeling real chatty today. I know. It's because I'm telling you, we're having a great day. Also, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. (laughs) God bless. (laughs) Hillary Duff. Um, Unfortunately, I have fallen victim to Love Island. Mm. Yeah. It happens. And I have been spending, because the episodes are like an hour ash. Right. And each season has like 60 episodes. That's insane. I've watched four seasons. (gasps) In in how long? I'm like, I have no life anymore. Like, I, I need help. How long did it take for you to watch four seasons? Not long. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyways, okay. The problem I'm having <laughs> is imposter syndrome because I am now British <laughs> in my mind. And I have frequently said phrases I have no right to be saying. <laughs> and it's really hard because there's so many times throughout the day I'll go to say something and I'm like, Taryn Renee. Yeah. You can't say that. Like, it's not yours to say. I'm waiting for you to be like talking to a student at your school or talking to a student's parents at your school and then just breaking into a British. It's so hard. A British I, phrase, a British accent. It's so hard. Like, I said something the other day because, like, they'll say, I'm going to start a TikTok series where I, I say phrases I learned in Love, Love Island. Island. Yeah. But one of them, they'll say, like, Oh, like you were slagging me off. And that means 
basically like you're ta- you you're talking crap but like it's personal okay. so like when they say if they're like oh like so and so is slagging you off mm-hmm. it's like very offensive right mm-hmm. it's not just like you were talking about me it's like you were like talking, talking about my character about yeah yeah so the other day i was said i literally said like oh and it's not like i was like slagging her off and i was like that's not yours <laughs> That's not your word. Yeah. You don't even really know what it means. And also, no one else is going to understand what you mean out here. No. So, like. If I start ending my set sentences with in it, like, just like, cut me off and it? just be like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Who am I? Uh, I'm not. I've been to London once for, like, two days. Who am I? Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad. Shoot. It's um, bad. Anyway. Well, you're not alone. That's enough banter for today. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's get grafting, ladies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, oh, my God. I'm not Should gonna... we start a segment of what's the new phrase you learned from Love Island? Yeah. Let us know. You know, what? <laughs> you know what's so sad, too? Like, my wh- my friend Alex is who has been, like, trying to get me to watch this for years. Yeah. And I was like, girl, I have no interest. Like, yeah. zero interest. I hate shows like this. Yeah. So she watched. She was down bad. And she was like, let's just put it on. So I was like, I'll throw you a bone. Yeah. Like, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Put on an episode, and I was like, eh, whatever. By the end of the episode, I was like, I can't go to sleep without knowing I need to know. what happens yeah. to Curtis and Amy. <laughs> I have to know. So then I could not stop watching it. And then my brother was dying because he was there the night. I was like, oh, she's making me watch Love Island. Yeah. He comes in like a day later. He walks in and he goes, what is wrong? I was ugly crying, like ugly, <laughs> sob, tears covering my face and shirt. <laughs> sobbing and he comes in he's like what's wrong and I was like so Curtis when they were in Casa Amor he just like talks to this random girl and then Amy she figures out she's in love with him and I'm like crying and talking about these people like I know them and he was just like he looked at me and he was like Taryn you gotta get like you need to get it together and he was also like the difference between like the first day and now and now and I just can't stop it's so bad well that's like have you seen the, the TikTok of the girl who, f- he, who like watches a video about the the robot on Mars? <laughs> Have you seen this, Mandy? Oh my God, this is if if you haven't seen this, you need to go watch it because this is me with any dog video, right? Oh, she's this, like sobbing. Yeah, she's absolutely sobbing because <laughs> she discovers that the robot has been up there for a long time, and after its first year up there, it sang itself a happy birthday song for his birthday. You're lying. Yeah, I said his. <laughs> then at the end of its life it the last the last yeah because it can only be up there for so long it as its battery was dying its last words were my battery is dying it's getting dark (laughs) and it it was so sad why not me getting teary i didn't think about it actual tears forming in my eyes it was the funniest looking yeah We'll repost it. We'll repost it on social so you guys can know what we're talking about. So if you're currently listening to this, it will be on our socials. I so. need an actual minute. <laughs> yeah. It's Wally. It's literally it's Wally. Dark. And but maybe the aliens found him by now. <laughs> yeah, they oh threw a blanket over him. <laughs> he's actually a hostage. <laughs> I don't want to know. No, he's thriving. Who are you? All robots go to heaven. Oh, Why am I shoot. actually crying over that? But it started this whole me. conversation of like, do you feel bad for the robot or is it 
just a robot? No. The the overwhelming answer was, we feel bad for the robot. (laughs) Absolutely. It was so funny. But it got me. Anyways. Wow, Az, that was unnecessary. No, it was... (laughs) It's a, it's a movement I'm and it's sad. a current. We need to talk about it. Don't send me the video. I can't see. If oh, I you... see a picture of the robot, I'll not be able to sleep. <laughs> well, I don't think it, you actually see. It's more about her reaction. Okay. I don't. Because this is a college student. She's like visiting home on spring break and her parents are dying because she's crying, crying about this robot. No, me. Yeah. I cry over everything. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway. it's because Pixar has turned everything into a, a lovable little creature. Yeah. So. Yeah, but my like, it's gotten... It's gotten worse with age. Like, I am yeah. an empath. Like, I, f- I feel everything people are feeling. Like, yes. it's uncanny. And Ash is always the funniest because I'll walk into a room and be like, oh, d- could you tell that girl was upset? Like, about blah, 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 blah. And Ashley's like, what? Like, what are you talking about? She was smiling. I'm like, no, she's struggling with something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, what was I saying? Oh, it's gotten to the point where I can turn on the TV. If someone on the TV is crying, I'll immediately start crying. Yeah. I have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. I don't know if they're a good person, bad person. Sympathy Nothing. Songs. I can't. It's so bad. I cry. The second someone else starts crying or tearing up, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm gone. I'm pretty similar. It's but do I cry about my skinny. own hurt? Nah. <laughs> That's for weaklings. <laughs> Let's get into the story. Let's. We've been talking for 32 minutes. Um, Okay. This, I'm just going to get into the story. I'm not going to. I don't think we've done a story in this specific topic. So I'm not excited that you're going through this, but I'm excited to like talk about it. Something new. Because this definitely, I feel like people will relate to Hey, ladies, my name is Emmy, and I'm in my early 20s from Connecticut. Connecticut. CT is Connecticut, right? Yes. Okay. Wow. Geography. Okay. I've been listening to your podcast for so long. I admire the things you are doing for people's lives and how much you guys help. I love that you guys provide viewpoints that are healthy and helpful. Healthy wow. and helpful. Healthy H&H, and helpful. baby. Okay. That's why I wanted to write in today. This topic is a little different from what you guys normally talk about. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We are so strong and so in love. And he recently asked me to move into his apartment. He has a roommate who is a girl who I've known for a long time, but she has a drinking problem. About seven months ago, her and her ex-boyfriend broke up after being together for five years. She recently began dating someone else and has been really happy, but the drinking is getting worse. Hmm. I don't think he is the problem. I think she is just going through something. It's gotten to the point where she invites all of our friends over every night, and we are drinking every single night. It's not like White Claws and wine coolers. It's everyone finishing two handles of hard liquor every night. Oh. Feeling terrible. (laughs) Shoot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Feeling too sick to go to work in the morning and throwing up all night. I don't drink this much. I usually stick to one drink and I'm chilling, but I've noticed that she's missed 28 out of 30 days of work every month. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. At what point do you just get fired for not showing up? Well. Oh. Oh. Here's her, her reason why she's not. 
And every time we bring up that she's missing too much work, she says, I have a federal job, so I can't get fired. Uh, I did not know that loophole. <laughs> also, I don't know how accurate that is. I didn't know. I could act a fool <laughs> and not get fired. So looking into that. Uh, one day, a couple weeks ago, we all hung out at my house without any drinks and nobody knew how to handle themselves. Everyone was bored and complaining that we needed drinks to have a good time. Not only that, but my boyfriend and I get no alone time because we can never just chill as with the three roommates with no other friends and no drinking. Mm -hmm. The drinking is getting absolutely out of control. Drinking beer with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Throwing up breakfast. way too much. I know. Ugh. And missing work. Our house is a disaster, and I'm the one cooking and cleaning for everyone every night because everyone else is drinking. Oh, that's me. I know. I know. That's so I me. I hate that. I know. I'm so sorry. I want to talk to them about this because my boyfriend and I are on the same page. She's missing work, and soon we think she will get fired and not be able to pay her part of the rent. We also are worried for her and her body and her mental health because everything she does, she does drunk. Every night ends in sticking fingers down her throat and not going to work in the morning. As an outsider, this is a sad situation to see. I'm watching everyone get sloppy and problems arise because drunk people are idiots sometimes. Mm. And I want the best for them. Also, since I'm moving in four months, I would like to have some chill nights where me and my boyfriend can sleep and not be listening to drunk people stomping, singing, and screaming till 6 a.m. every day. We both work at 8.30 and enjoy our peace and quiet and routine. We love them so much, but we don't know how to bring up the conversation that we are worried about her and we need some chill nights. Mm. Every time we bring it up, she deflects. We don't want her to feel cornered either. How do we have this conversation and have it come from love and support and also set boundaries about our home? I noticed this lifestyle is killing me and making me feel terrible. No sleep, no routine, no chill nights. Mm. Sorry this is so long. It's not. <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm not sure which direction to go. P.S. Moving in is already in place and set, so not moving is not an option. So she, her boyfriend asked her to move in, but she actually hasn't moved in yet. She's moving in in four months. Oh. And it's already in place, so that's why she's saying this is a problem because she be, she's going to be moving into that house. Yeah, and it's already atmosphere. set, so not moving in isn't an option because I'm yeah. sure she's thinking us to be like, oh, well, don't move in. Yeah, but she's like, no, everything's like already rolling. Yeah, okay. Ugh, gosh, this is like my actual nightmare. My actual nightmare. I mean, I being a non-confrontational person wouldn't be able to move in without having some kind of confrontational conversation with her. No, yeah. Where I'm, I can't, I couldn't live with that. I, I a thousand percent couldn't handle that atmosphere, couldn't handle no. um, that on a daily basis. And like, that would be hard for me to handle on like weekends even, let alone yeah, every like single day. every weekend. Like a Monday? Yeah. Oof. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to focus. I'm trying to get like my life in order. Yeah. And you're over here just like yeah. sloppily Drinking your beer for breakfast, which, by the way, that breakfast sounds... is for coffee and OJ. Disgusting. Nothing else. <laughs> or a little H2O. Jeez. Yeah, jeez. Gosh. It's yeah. Monday is Hydration Nation. You're supposed to be, like, re, you know, yeah. recuperating from whatever you did over the weekend. But, like, maybe that would be the good compromise of, like, hey, 
I understand like partying. I understand having a good time. And I understand like wanting a drink now and then. But Monday through Thursday? Yeah. Can we not? Like, yeah. I don't see why that's a, that shouldn't be a problem for her. Yeah. Let's not on the weekdays. Weekends, sure. Like I can go be somewhere else. I can go like do my own thing. Like at least it's not a work day. But yeah, maybe compromise in that way. I feel like, well, yeah, I feel like the thing is, I wish like I knew I should have like reached out to her before we talked about this, but I would be very curious whose name is on the lease. Yes. Because I feel like that would solve a lot of problems mm-hmm. if if your boyfriend is the one who whose name is on the lease. True. Like y'all can attack this at a very different, like just straight to the point way. Mm-hmm. If they're both on the lease, um, I would maybe, I think you have to approach it in a little bit of a different way, but still, like, as a roommate, you have a right to say something. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it's very clear that she is struggling with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't, I'm not qualified to, like, diagnose anyone as an alcoholic by any means, but from what the the little knowledge I do have of it, it sounds like she's like on that path. Yeah. Um, she's definitely numbing. She's definitely trying to escape whatever reality she's struggling with. So but I also think that all of your friends are enabling her to do that. Like why are they coming over every night to do that? You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, you have every right to sit her down. The hard part is <laughs> Like, this conversation needs to happen when she's sober. Yeah. But is she ever? <laughs> <laughs> Not with beer for breakfast. No. Um, I, yeah, I agree with Taryn. I think, I think there's, like, steps that you can take to do this. I think you and your boyfriend need to sit her down, have a conversation with her when you find a window of time where she's not very drunk, um, and just kind of lay it out for her and be like, hey, you've been drunk for two months straight. Like, this is kind of ridiculous. I'm planning on moving in, and I just want to be very clear this will not work. Yeah. Like the atmosphere you're, you're setting the place that you're in and the way you've been spiraling since your breakup, this is not okay. And it's been lasting too long. And I wanted to give you space to get over your breakup and kind of like, you know, process everything. But this is quickly becoming a very bad and very dangerous lifestyle. And I want nothing to do with it. Yeah. So make it clear that if you're moving in, something's got to change and try to give a compromise. Like, I don't think you can ask her to just like up and stop everything. Like that's her life. That's her choice or whatever. But like, you can say again, the whole weekdays, not an, no. not an option. If you want to drink, like go, go somewhere else, like go to no. the bar. Um, yeah. I think my approach depend. I mean, I, I feel like I would approach it first with concern for her individually and just saying, even if she starts to deflect, like I would probably get like super emotional and raw with her and just be like, like you're going to kill yourself if you keep down this route. And, and like, she's still a friend. I, yeah. Like I am worried about you and I know you say you're in control, but like if you, if you were to be in my shoes mm-hmm. and see you from the outside, you would not think the same thing. And clearly something is going on. Um, if, if you're not, addicted to it and not whatever then okay then how about all next week like you don't drink at all yeah prove it and if you can't do that like 
there is a problem there and we need to like yeah. get you help and like I want to be here to help you and whatever. Yeah. If she starts deflecting, then I would just be like, okay, look, you're a grown adult. You can make your own decisions. I've said my piece that I'm worried about you, but you're going to make your own decisions. But bottom line, you're not respecting the apartment and the fact that we all have jobs and things to go on. So we need to come up with an agreement that needs to be respected. Mm -hmm. And I think that weeknights are out of the question. Yeah. Like Friday night and Saturday night, cool. But Sunday night through Thursday night, like, no. Yeah. I It's affecting... And I mean, your boyfriend needs to be the one saying it, but you need to also be there to be like, same when I move Agreeing, in. Agreeing, saying that. But it's affecting my job performance, which is then putting in jeopardy like my security and my financial, you know, like ability to live here. Yeah. And, and I would just be very upfront and be like, this has to happen. Or honestly, like, I, it might be better if you start looking for a new place. Like, and I would just be super blunt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, like Taryn said, Find out whose name is on the lease. Yeah. And then that, if it is your boyfriend's name, then after you have that conversation, if nothing changes, you can be like, hey, so here's the facts. It's not working. And we have the upper hand. So. And if, even if her name is on the lease. Then move. Then I would, yeah, I would say like, then we're going to start looking for a new place. Yeah. Um, There's got to be an ultimatum. I would talk to your, even like. If Have she's one of not her hearing you guys, move in. <laughs> yeah. If she's not hearing you guys, maybe you can even like reach out to the landlord and be like, hey, like I know there's been parties nonstop. Like um, my roommate's not listening to me. If you want to like write up a letter or something like to give to us, like I would gladly hand that over and be like, hey, we've yeah. broken like noise. Um, what are they called? Regulations. Something all these things right yeah so I think it needs to be there needs to be boundaries drawn of like I should not be cleaning up after your party like Mm -hmm. I should not be having to go to work late and feeling sick because I got no sleep like there's there's very easy boundaries to lay there and you have like full-blown every right to say that stuff but um I think your approach you just need to kind of see how she responds but I think with any confrontation, you should always address that you care about the person and that you're yeah. worried about them before you get into anything else. And then depending on how she responds, then you know how harsh to go in. Right. You know? Exactly. A thousand percent. I completely agree with Taryn. Start easy. Give her a chance to prove herself, maybe a month. Um, and if she can't do that within a month, then like bring in the big guns and either threaten to move out and find another place and and have her deal with like the aftermath of trying Mm -hmm. to find other roommates, which can be hell. (laughs) Um, Or if his name is on the lease, like threaten to kick her out or whatever, but like start loving. Hopefully she can turn it around. If she can't, I, in the most nicest way need to remind you that it's not your problem. Yeah. You know, and you shouldn't have to put up with that. And there are certain, I mean, I had to have a confrontation with, um, you know, I've lived in a few different places now and mm-hmm. I've had a lot of different roommates. Mm-hmm. And there was like one situation I had that wasn't even that crazy, but it was just the her boyfriend was over all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was like the second time that like I walked out in the middle of the night to like get something and I was in my underwear and like ran into him. Yeah. I was so pissed. And yeah. like in the morning I wanted to go like lay on the couch, but like he would already be there. And, mm-hmm. like, there was just – it was, like, nonstop. Like, he was always there. Yeah. 
And so all the roommates were like frustrated, but then I was like, I'll say something. Cause like how, we can't be mad at her if we haven't said anything. Yeah, if to you her. haven't vocalized it yeah. in her head, she might think y'all don't care at all. For you know? sure. And it was like, it's not like she was doing something wrong, but it was something that was affecting my home, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I went up to her and I could tell she was very like, she got very like uncomfortable. So I went in very gentle mm-hmm. and I was just like, look, at the end of the day, like, this is my home. Like I pay a good amount of money to live here mm-hmm. and I want to be able to walk around in my underwear or to like, you know, do certain things without always feeling like I have to go around like you guys out yeah. of respect, you know? And so we sat and we figured out a compromise mm-hmm. and like a warning system of like, hey, like he's gonna be over today, like Scrunchy this time. on the like, door or yeah. like a text. You know? And it got so much better but I had to have that and I had to go in knowing my rights and mm-hmm. I was like this is my home yeah. like it's he your doesn't home live here it's his home yeah. yeah he doesn't live here so like I pay to live here I have certain rights mm-hmm. that should be respected just as I'm respecting you and like the things you want to do mm-hmm. so it's just about going in with like the right language that's not attacking someone but just laying out like bottom line yeah these are the boundaries I need to be respected and then have that conversation where you're trying to figure out a way that works for both of you. Yeah. And no one can fight with you when it's like facts like that. Like this is my home too. Excessive. Dear God. Yeah. So good luck. You a thousand percent have this in the bag because stand your ground for anyone, any outsider looking in on this situation would be like, yeah, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. (laughs) At least it's like a clear and obvious issue. Um, Hopefully you and your boyfriend can just kind of like, stand your ground and stand united in uh this chat with her and hopefully she turns it around because that's not that's a very slippery slope it's so funny because there's like the the petty side of me that if it got to like if she was just like f you i'm gonna do what i want then Mm -hmm. i like i would probably tell my boyfriend like hey like as soon as the party starts let's leave and like 30 minutes I'm gonna call and do a noise complaint on my own place yeah. <laughs> like yeah and then it maybe if she gets enough citations or she like but it's like I think right now she's on a path to rock bottom and mm-hmm. unfortunately like sometimes you have to hit that it. journey has to be her own mm-hmm. um until she's willing to get help and hopefully like she has people in her life that she'll be able to hear hopefully yeah. god I hope so Oof, that's rough yeah uh Watching someone become an alcoholic so hard is difficult. It's hard. That is very hard to sit back and watch. Yeah. Especially when it's, I mean, obviously this is your boyfriend's roommate. You guys have known each other for a while. She's clearly a friend. Mm -hmm. So to have to sit back and watch your friend go through that has got to be so hard. No, it's so hard. Well, good luck with everything. Just stand your ground, be loving, Mm -hmm. um, and just like compromise and find something that works for you guys. But good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Good or start, luck. start apartment hunting, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you can that start That might now. be the best thing. It's always good. I think if, I mean, a, a, looking for a new place is always such a hassle. So it's always good to just kind of keep your eyes peeled for like things, you know, because yeah. you never know. No, yeah, I agree. All right. Well, let's go ahead and transition over to uh, a different topic. We're going to be talking about relationships now and a breakup. So this one is titled... How do I heal from my relationship when new nasty details keep popping up? You don't. 
just kidding. <laughs> she, uh, they write, hi, lovely ladies. And in parentheses, I didn't dare to offend either of you. <laughs> wow. That's a good one. I appreciate it. Um, as you can tell from the title, I've got myself into a bit of a nasty situation with my now ex-boyfriend. But first, a bit about me. She writes, my name is Freja, I think is how you say it. Or how's it spelled? Freja, F-R-E-J-A. She writes, yes, you can say my name. She's 18 years old and from the tiny country of Denmark in Northern Europe. I want to go Denmark. Freja? 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 Let's see if Google can help us. (laughs) Dear Google. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to help these dang commercials. Dang, Ash, we put people through this. Uh, Freya. Freya. Okay, that was what I said the first time. Wow. Welcome to 20 minutes to find out (laughs) the answer or something. Go ahead. Um, Okay, so it's confirmed Freya. She writes, she's 18 years old from the tiny country of Denmark in Northern Europe. I'm a bit unsure of my Enneagram number. The test told me that I'm a seven, but often feel like a two. I have been listening to the podcast for quite some years now. And yes, I'm one of the people who listen at the gym. I adore both of your wonderful personalities and find myself learning a lot about myself from listening to your wonderful advice. Wow. Love that. I love, first of all, I love everything that you said. If you ever write a story, please send in like the country you're from, your age, um, I love hearing about the countries, Which you like listen, where you're from, where you listen to us, what we mean to you, and what's your Instagram number, of ours. obviously. Which fun fact I've said this on the podcast before, but a lot of women get accidentally labeled a two because women are just notoriously more empathetic, more loving, yeah. more caring. So it is common for women to feel like they're a two or to test as a two because they are most likely have a lot of those qualities. Um, so you could be you could be a seven, you could be two. I don't I don't know. Yeah, which I feel like is, only you know. You have to read more about it to like really get a good answer. Yeah, I'm curious if like twos often also are high in seven because that was my, I was like two and then seven was a close second. Um, which is why I think my eight is so dominant because two goes to eight when they're unhealthy. But also, if I was a seven, I would be a wing eight. Because I think I'm very good at confrontation mm-hmm. as a two, but it's it's very much like confrontation as like my mama bear. Yeah. So it's just interesting. Very. Anyways. Okay, moving on. Anyways, on to my story. My boyfriend and I broke up in the beginning of March. We had been dating for two and a half years, but the last couple of months were very rough. He was struggling with depression and often dumped all of his emotions on me when we hung out. When I brought it up, he said... He knew it wasn't fair and that he felt guilty about it. I gave him another chance as I thought it would give him a chance to prove himself. This was back around New Year's after having that conversation and he shut up like a clam. He would never talk about his emotions or depression ever. Whenever I asked him about it, he simply brushed it off. So I thought it was getting better. As time went on, he became more distant and I started to feel like the relationship wasn't a safe space anymore. In the middle of February, we went on a long week ski trip with his dad and brother. I had thought this was a great opportunity to reconnect again. And while the skiing was beautiful, our relationship was not getting better. We didn't have any massive fights or anything, but it wasn't a great reconnection that I had hoped for either. So a couple of weeks after we ended up breaking up, it was a mutual decision and we both agreed that we had grown in different directions and needed to develop on our own. It was, of course, really sad, and we both cried a bunch and hugged each other a lot. We also both agreed to give each other plenty of space to heal on our own. I went home feeling sad, but happy that things had 
ended on good terms. Well, it turns out I was wrong. A couple of days later, I was talking with one of my good friends when she brought up some nasty things he had said. The week before the breakup, he had gone to Italy on a school trip. While on the trip, he had been flirting with a girl. When someone brought up the fact that he had a girlfriend, he simply responded with, well, I'm going to be single next week, so what does it matter? First of all, what a freaking king or queen whoever called him out on I don't have a girlfriend. I, I know. wish I wish people did that more often. Yes. Instead of sitting back and watching and just being like that's yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, or just like a simple statement of like, "Hey Ash, like I feel like would you be acting like that if so and so was here?" Yeah. Wait, we've said his name. Yeah. <laughs> I always forget. Like, "Hey Ash, like I feel like if Jackson was here, he would not be happy with exactly. like Exactly. And acting. you don't have to be mean about yeah. it. You don't have to be rude or cruel or make whoever he's flirting with feel bad. You can just be like, uh, should you be doing this? And you know? the the thing is, if if I'm doing something and you ask me a clarifying question and mm-hmm. I get defensive and I'm offended that you asked me, yeah. then obviously what I'm doing is not right. Right. Because <laughs> exactly. if you said something to it's me It's the biggest red flag. Oh my God. If you said something to me like, hey, like should you be doing that? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I do this all the time. Like, I'm comfortable with it. Then I'm not going to be pissed that you asked me. Right. But if you call me out in an area that I already have guilt about, mm-hmm. then I'm going to snap back. Oof. 100%. T. Continuing on, he had also talked in detail about our sex life in front of a <gasps> large group of people and even brought up a really uncomfortable situation where I had had a very emotional reaction to having sex. Disrespectful. Very. That is a hard line in a relationship that ne- should never be broken. Like hard line. Disrespect. Ever. Like that's wow. such a vulnerable, such a vulnerable thing to bring up about your partner that you like supposedly love and care about and have been spending two and a half years together with, you know, it's muggy. Mm -mm. Oh my God. I do not (laughs) do not. Your British phrases. I cannot. Okay. Sorry. But seriously, muggy mug. (laughs) Continuing on in the email. Um, I was of course devastated to hear this. I was convinced there was a mutual respect between us even in the end, but apparently I was wrong. Wow. To make matters worse, just a couple of days later, my best friend tells me she saw him on Tinder. When she texted him and asked why, he said it was just his friends messing around. I still find it weird that he consented to that just three days after we had broken up. Dear God. Mug. Mug. Big mug. Mug. (laughs) There are also rumors that he went on a date with a girl last week. Okay. This guy. Trash, dude. All in all, it has really wrecked me. And I'm honestly so tired of these nasty details that keep popping up. Mm. So my question for you lovely ladies is... How do I heal from this relationship when new things keep popping up? I have not had contact with him since we broke up, but we have a lot of mutual friends, so it's difficult to not hear anything. Any advice you ladies have would be appreciated. Thank you so much for reading my story. And since I know you guys love pictures, I attached one. I attached it. Attached it. I attached it. I attached one of me and my bestie who has been supporting me through this whole mess. Good. And she writes, "Much love, Freha." And she is the one on the left. Aww, I don't know if you can see that. Cute. Okay, love First that First of vibe. all, your dress. Dress. Your yeah. dress is cute. You and your best year vibe. That is such a, oh my God. That is such a 90s yeah. vibe. Like yeah, you, your dress, Hot. her top, the sunglasses. 
That's crazy. I yeah. love it. Hot. Um, well, I have so much to say. <sighs> There's so many things I want to talk about. Like, he clearly is a wreck, like an absolute wreck. So, in one way, I want to be like, I want to just like applaud you for choosing to break up with him and applaud you for recognizing like and I want to like confirm you're recognizing this like he's a mess and he needs to sort himself out and that's not your responsibility did she did he break up with her they both agreed to break up mutually but obviously he was thinking he was thinking she was thinking so I I'm glad that she stuck with it and like felt that mm-hmm. and and obviously protected herself and and backed away from a very messy guy who needs to sort himself out. Um, and I just want to make sure that you're aware that you did the right thing and his mess isn't your mess and he needs to figure that out. So we we'll want to say that first of all. Second of all, I'm you clearly dodged a bullet like he's clearly like unraveling and kind of spiraling and is doing all of these things and I hope you see the confirmation that all of your friends are saying and agreeing that what he's doing is just like shady and trashy you know yeah you know what like there's to me when I hear this obviously I know everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously, I don't know him. I don't know the specifics. situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I don't know if he could even answer this truthfully mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, there's two options. One is either he he really is a trash human, and he has been like fooling you this whole time, and mm-hmm. like his true side is actually coming, coming out, out. Mm-hmm. or. This is his way of coping, and it's a lot easier to to project this, like, mad and want her anyways, like, mm-hmm. eh, I'm going to, yeah, like, let's start dating, let's start whatever. It's a lot easier to get swept into that than sitting with Those losing someone. Yeah. And, and even two and a half years isn't just a quick flame. No, that's a long time. There's emotions there. That's He's, a long time. There's definitely there. He's not... Yeah. You know, he does, it's not like he doesn't have them. No. And I think that guys, like, a lot of times, because my ex kind of did that. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of went straight into this, I don't really care, like, um, started hanging out with a girl, started just being, like, really into, like, all this stuff and acting as if he, like, didn't give a crap. But then when we finally had a closure conversation, he was the one sobbing and finally after so long was able to be like no like you were right like it was a band-aid like Mm -hmm. I I couldn't deal with like us being done Mm -hmm. and this was easier yeah so it's like whether you ever get that confirmation or not either way like it's this is this is about him and him yeah. solely. Yeah. This has nothing to do with you. It's yeah. not that he didn't care about you. It's not that you weren't good enough. It's not that you didn't mean anything to him. Mm-hmm. He this is his way of either showing that he's trash, which if he is trash, bye. Yeah. Later. <laughs> bye. Glad that's done. Like every Tuesday, put that bin out and then bye. You yeah. know what I mean? But <laughs> it's if it if he's not trash and he's just hurting, mm-hmm. this is his way of lashing out. Like yeah. And, and you've got to protect yourself to not let that get to you because yeah. that has nothing to do with you, even though it feels hella personal. You oh, know? it's so personal. Ugh. And, like, 
obviously, like talking, looking back at the top of your email, you said he was going through some very serious depression and then he just stopped talking about it. Clearly, he doesn't have a handle on some very serious emotions that are going on in him right now so that the breakup could have like started like a whole mm-hmm. other level of emotions that he's just on. Un- it sounded like he was unable to handle the emotions beforehand. Yeah. And now with a breakup on top of it he of two and a half yeah. years, which is substantial, a substantial amount of time. I don't think he has, it doesn't sound like Mm-mm. he has the tools to handle those emotions right now. So and I agree with Taryn. It's going to catch up to him. Oh, one of these days, you know, he's playing like tough guy, like d- not emotional right now, but one of these days he's going to be sitting at home by himself and it's, it's all going to come crashing down yeah. and that's going to be messy. Those are always the guys that come back to you. Yeah. So I, Freya, if I were you, I would, I would just stand strong in your decision mm-hmm. and personally I would I would pray for him every day and hope that he finds closure and hope that he like is able to like process those emotions but I would I would start working really hard on cutting myself off from him yeah. like I would I would let myself you know think about him pray about him like at night or in the morning and then like wipe him from like my life and tr- and try to just like cut everything off when people tell you these things I would just take take it and just be like that really sucks. I think he's struggling really bad. And then like not talk about it. Or it's okay to also say like, hey, um, I I appreciate that you tell me the things that you hear. But honestly, like I'd know. rather just not know. Like yeah. I, I want to just move on and like that's it. And honestly, in a weird way, he's given you a gift of being like the worst. Yeah. Because it's a lot easier. Makes it a lot easier. To be like, and like, who are you? Yeah. Like um, everyone's jokes about like it's easier to break up with a douchebag yeah, than like a nice guy. Totally. And even though I'm sure he was and is a great guy, like what he's doing is not okay. Yeah. And it's rude and it's very disrespectful towards to you and the relationship that you guys had once upon a time. So And dude. I forgot about that part. The whole like talking about intimate details. Yeah. You have absolutely every right to call him out on that. Yeah. And to say to him like, look, what's done is done. Yeah. I don't want you back. You clearly don't give a crap about me or want me back. Mm -hmm. But you will not disrespect me. And I, those were intimate moments and very personal. And the fact that I am hearing about those intimate personal moments coming back from a mouth of someone that wasn't involved is absolutely not acceptable. Yeah, And you need to shut your mouth on that because I have not disrespected you at all. Yeah, So move on. Good luck. I hope you get lots of chicks, but don't, don't open your mouth Do and talk about, about my personal my, me stuff. again. Like, yeah. it's disrespectful. Oh, it's so disrespectful. I would totally call him out on I that. I think, yeah, definitely decide if you want to confront him on that or not, if you want to see him again or or call him or whatever. If you decide to do that, then I 100% agree with Taryn. I think you should, and I think you should be very straight up about, like, and reminding him, like, this is a small town that we live in. Yeah, dear and God. I'm hearing about my sex life from people. From people, from you that you started that. What is a reason you would share? Oh yeah, and she got really emotional at a breakdown and had a hard time with. Like what? Like it's you're not going around talking about his like dick size or anything like that. So like it just shows he's in a very toxic mental space. Exactly. So that's terrible. Exactly. So I I would I agree. If you feel comfortable calling him out on that, I 
fully support you. You have yeah. every right to call him out on I that. Agree. And then, and then, I agree with Taryn again. I think Taryn was on it with this one. If you you have every right to tell your friends you don't want to hear about him, yeah. you don't want to hear updates unless it has something to do with you and your name and and him talking shit about you or something like that. Then sure, but like if it's just like updates on how he's doing, you don't need to know. Yeah, like it's not going to help you in the healing things, process. Yeah, there's certain things like you want to know and you don't want to know and like I kind of came to this place like unfortunately I was still very involved with a lot of people who knew my ex so poor guy like I know so much about his life that I'm sure he like did not want (laughs) I'm like the last person he wanted to know about yeah but there are certain things that qualify as like hey like I feel like I should tell you something like um it's funny, like, I was talking to someone about this because one of my friends is going through a breakup and um, a lot of crap has happened. Yeah. And I told her, I was like, you know what? In a way, even though this is, like, the harshest season of your life, in a way, he's kind of done you a favor because all of the worst things that you dread when you break up with someone yeah, have all happened within the span of under a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally Which, every single thing. Again... If you if you if you're able to like detach your emotions from it is just a confirmation that you shouldn't have been with him. You should not have been with him. And it's like, cool, bring it all on. Let me just feel all this crap and then let me move on. Yeah. Like my ex, I have we've been broken up for literally almost like a decade and or if probably has been a decade. And um, I have no ill will towards him. If I saw him on the street, I'd genuinely be happy to see him and say what's up because Mm -hmm. it's been so long. Mm -hmm. I don't want him back. He does not want me back. I mean, he probably does. Who wouldn't? (laughs) I'm like amazing. (laughs) Um, But we're in two totally different places in life. Yeah. I did just find out that he had a baby. Mm -hmm. Like a a five minute period where I just had like a little like upset stomach. Yeah. Because it was like, whoa, like we we had all of our like plans for kids like set mm-hmm. you know like i mean we were together for 4 years i was ready to have kids i was ready to get married like all these things so it was like a small split second that i was like oof like that kind of yeah. like got Just me a little sick. bit yeah. um no and then i was and then i moved on right yeah. but like when someone shows you like all their and not even that not even that's bad that he had a baby like i'm happy for him yeah. like he should but i'm saying like for there's things that happen after you break up that like hurt or mm-hmm. like that are hard to process. But like when someone so violently shows you these sides of them all at once, yeah. it's a lot harder to take in at the moment, but it's a lot easier to detach from that person and be like, wow, like you're not it. It's, like you're yeah. not it. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. And it's, I hope, I hope that you are taking this as again, just a confirmation that you made the right decision that you guys yeah. weren't supposed to be together and that you get to now focus. Ugh, ah, this is such a great. I hate breakups. Obviously, it's so sad. But that like newly fresh person that comes out of the breakup with no burden, with no baggage, with no guy clinging on or dragging them down or holding him back with all of his messy emotions that he needs to figure out on his on his own. It's not mm-hmm. your responsibility. Like the girl that's walking out from that cloud of a mess is is going to be like just on cloud nine, being able to focus on yourself and your dreams and your desires. And you can start like such great. And this is just, this is my personality showing, but like such great, like self care routines. And and you can start focusing on like girl time and like travel and, 
and your career goals and school because you're young. Like there's so much you get to like focus on and look forward to and work on now that he's gone. And I'm very excited for that girl. And I can't wait to see like what she looks like a few years from now without this like burden and mess of a man holding you back. No, it's so funny. Like I was talking to a colleague the other day and she was I mean, she's going through something really hard, you know, and and I could tell she was spiraling and questioning, like, why is this happening? And I remember I like stopped her and I was like, if if you ask almost every single person to look back at their life and just to point out top three moments in their life or things that have happened that shaped them into who they are. I would bet a large amount of money that those things would be negative Mm -hmm. because nothing shapes you more than when you get knocked down Mm -hmm. and you yourself choose to have to use your legs to stand back up and to figure out where do I go from here? Yeah. And in the moment, like I've shared before, the morning I woke up after my breakup, Mm -hmm. I was so controlled by like dressing myself to try to make him happy that I stood in front of my closet for 30 minutes crying because I didn't even know what I like to wear anymore. Like I had lost all sense of who I was as a person. And I look back at that moment and in that moment, I was so incredibly, oh, makes me emotional. I was so broken. Like, Like imagine like a person like not even knowing like how to dress themselves. Like well, four years. The lowest you can imagine. I stood there and was like, this realization of like, I don't know who I am. Yeah. Like, at all. Yeah. And I remember like, at that time, I would have done anything. I would have walked through any magic door, taken any magic pill to like skip over it. But I, why I'm emotional is I look back and that is the most meaningful chapter of my life. Mm-hmm. Because out of that, I went from, having everything set to feeling like I had no friends. I was disconnected from my family. I didn't know who I was. I was miserable. I was depressed. I was just stripped Mm -hmm. of all identity. And I had to get up and relearn who I was and re-fall in love with who I was and become stronger and like secure. And now I've never been more in love with the person I am today. And that would have not happened yeah. if I wouldn't have gone through that season. So oh, I look back yeah. at it with freaking heart eyes and rose colored glasses because that moment, that moment standing in front of that dang closet and like crying, like that set my life, like mm-hmm. my life changed, you know? So it's, it's in these moments, like if you can have that in the back of your head, like dang, I am in the trenches right now to know like that is the time where you you need to buckle down and be like okay what's next like what is out there like what can I do next and and to really just give yourself time to process because I guarantee in 10 years you're gonna look back and be like that's my moment like that was it that's where I was born you know what I mean yeah uh yeah I just love it Uh. anyways it's a wow, it's email. a very exciting time. It's the robot, dude. It's <laughs> the, the robot. robot. <laughs> the robot set me off. <laughs> um, yeah. All that to say, we're very excited for you and this new chapter where you get to rebuild yourself and become whoever you want to become and focus on whatever you want to focus on. This is gonna be such a great time in your life filled with growth and love and ah, 
if you want to ever update us yes please, in like six please. months to a year on how you're doing and and what's happened since then uh would love <laughs> no pressure but yeah would love dude you're gonna thrive like I have such a good feeling about what's yeah. to come in your life and I I really hope you let yourself feel sad and mad and like Process don't run it. from it but I'm so excited to see just like how you're just gonna freaking thrive yeah oh so I'm so ooh. excited for you uh, I don't know if you're watching this or if this is even available in Denmark, but um, Apple TV has a show called Shrinking. Yes. And they're all therapists. And so something good. they say is let yourself mourn for 15 minutes. Pick like your sappiest, saddest song. Uh, theirs was Phoebe Bridgers, which is like really is one of the best songs when he's like, damn, you, yeah. <laughs> it was so good. But he like puts the, the, or him and his daughter, like both put on like the saddest song and let themselves grieve and mourn and process it. It's and so then once important. the song's done, they turn off the song. They, they like wipe their tears and get on with their life. And I think that is one of the most like beautiful, easy, like activities that you can actively do to, to grow and get better and, and process mourning. Um, a two and a half year relationship is a long time. So I highly recommend you do that. I think that was such a beautiful Yeah. Uh, and I love tool. that it's like when you feel sad, then like do it. Lean stop what it. you're doing, sit down, let it all out, yeah. and then get up and move on. And maybe yeah. you have to do four sessions of 15 minutes a day at yeah. first. Like, maybe you or ha- however maybe you're many. in the grocery store, you have yeah. to run to the bathroom or you have to like go to your car during work Imagine and like cry. In Target, people come in and you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> listening to freebie <laughs> you're just like sobbing you know yeah um do honestly do what you got to do and get over him because yeah there's gonna be more hymns oh this is this is your like moment of trajectory going up and he's gonna go way down yeah so not that you thrive off someone being miserable yeah. but it's nice to know like oh I'm gonna be good. Yeah, me and Taryn were talking last night during our super fun sleepover that led to the best day <laughs> um, about like all of the guys I've dated and how like how how down bad I was over the stupidest guys Ugh, the and worst. how how like horrible it was. And I look back and I'm like embarrassed of like how hung up I was on them. But this is just this is it's this is life. And and you look back and you go, yep, that was stupid, but I learned so much. Yeah. And I love that I'm not that girl anymore. You know? Oh my god, absolutely. Every time you ended it with any of those weirdos, <laughs> I would just look at you and be like, just wanna check in. You do see. Are are we are we forgetting who we are? <laughs> yeah. Are you forgetting that like you're a thousand levels up. Like he was lucky to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> like for sure cry about it, but like, mm, let's do a self check. Cause like he was really weird ass. Like he yeah. was not cute. It was so, it was so imperative. And uh, hopefully your girlfriends are doing that for yeah. you too. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, this was a great episode. I love this episode. This it was is a great episode. This is literally long, one, of the, one of the, one of the best it. we've done in a while. Love it. Um, so, Again, guys, I'm, I'm going to do it because this is just me. I, we need you guys. If you have a story that you want to share, serious, funny, lighthearted, work-related, relationship-related, it literally does not matter. We take them all. Um, write it in because y'all give us the content we need to keep going forward. Yes. Amen to that. <laughs> uh, be sure to shop our totes. Be sure to follow us on socials. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Ashley, don't. Dad joke time. Yeah. I would never. Back off. I would never. I was waiting for you to say your part. Back off. <laughs> you said we'll talk to you soon. You were ending. You're right. I'll go fast. What did the horse say after it tripped? Uh. Help. 
I've fallen and I can't giddy up. Oh, God. <laughs> Brunch. Brunch. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Good night, everyone. We love you. Talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.